Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Support Wrestle Luke. Give me a subscribe. What will Enzo Amore do next? I'm Luke Owen. This is Ollie Davies. And this is Luke Owen's Wrestle Ramble featuring Ollie Davies in a very minor role. Hi. So he could go to Ring of Honor, he could go to New Japan, or he could return to WWE, or in fact continue his rap career. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Well, so so Enzo Amore left WWE in January. He seemed, well, not just left by his own accord, he was released by WWE under the, the <coughs> sexual assault allegations, which have since uh, been dropped, and uh, also just like almost a year of backstage mm. heat rumours. So I feel like he's burnt that bridge. Oh, yeah. like So I don't think a WWE return's possible. So you've got the... Obviously, there's a wrestling return, which is probable, <coughs> or the rap stuff, which he could continue with. Probably, hopefully, he's got some friends who are well, saying... The rap stuff seems to have, the well, the rap stuff. Stuff seems to have done fairly well. The, uh, apparently, the, the video phoenix was trending on the youtubes uh yeah. this week i mean and it was hosted on what like world star hip-hop which is a pretty big deal yeah i know that uh, i know that channel yeah man word yeah i when i said oh yeah it's on this it's got this world star hip-hop thing you were like yeah wow that's a super big channel they're quite big yeah, they yeah are. i've never uh, heard of them yeah they're, they're pretty big hip-hop luke yeah hip-hop luke uh haven't listened to it i just know it's i know it's a thing mm. But yeah, I, I guess like it was, and also the, the video. It wasn't like he'd filmed it in his garage or anything, wasn't it? it was It wasn't like uh, he, he'd just done it on his phone. He's got some people and some budget there. He's, this seems like a fairly serious crack at being a rap star. I like how there's obviously a budget there, but it's also like it's if it was super big budget <coughs> rap stuff, it would have a few more shots in. Yeah. Or like a few more setups. It feels like some parts of the video are just this guy in a room. Well, there are three setups, yeah. yeah. There's the him in the the garage with the the the, the big guy. Gargantuan man. Mm. Uh there's him the wrestling in, there's fan. there's him in the uh funeral. Mm-hmm. His own funeral, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and then well, so he him. can rise like a phoenix. Yeah. And then there's him but he's there. Yeah, well, he's kind of like is a the ghost, idea, isn't is the he? idea that he rose like a phoenix. And that's why no one's turned up to his funeral. Cause he's, oh, because he's not he, actually He stood dead. up out of the box, out of the coffin, and everyone's going, oh my God, ah! and then run away. But and a now... lot of people are just there, like, laughing at the coffin. Mm. Yeah. I think it's... I think they're the haters. They are. I would agree. They, really? it, was, it is a metaphorical death. Yeah. But... I don't think it's meant to be a very mm. literal video. No, okay. But is it, I mean... On the nose of some those, of the lyrics those are. are. Those are oh, about his consensual junk well we'll we'll dive into the rap video 
we'll, we'll we're yeah, gonna we're we'll gonna go try to and do a a little watch through where we can do this in real time can, in can, a sec. Can we not? <laughs> It'd be better <laughs> if we you, don't. You haven't shut up about it. You were watching it earlier today. I was. I've been singing I it the whole time. Yeah, the the rap. Market sets you up. Something. It's the way he pauses. Anyway, we'll get on to that. Uh, so wrestling. If he could make a wrestling return. The WWE bridge appears to have been burned. If not from the <coughs> manner he left and his previous behaviour, then definitely by releasing this rap video, rather childishly addressing all of the stuff. Like, imagine if he came out after that, the charges were dropped and he was super humble. And he just said on, on social media, oh, yeah, this yeah. has been a really, like, just scary experience for me. And, you know, my God, you know, not taking anything away from all the, the genuine cases of sexual abuse, but, you know, this is how it can possibly backfire on people it was a close one and i'm gonna use this to sort of reform my own character maybe six months down the line wwe might reach out and go hey enzo maybe you do want to come back as, as a manager role because you're an excellent talker mm. but he didn't do that he released a rap video making fun of all oh, the yeah, stuff he like could have really, learned from yeah yeah mm. <laughs> he really went above and beyond actually yeah. and sort of Maybe, maybe slightly he did, douchey behaviour. <laughs> maybe he did at one point think like think all those things. You know, maybe this is a, a turning point in my life that I should just lean into rather than mm. sort of actively go against. And then he goes into a room, mm. and Jeff Hardy style comes out. Wow! Whoa! Yeah, my synapses with the ladders. I'm going to make a rap video, guys. Any objections? And then all of his douchebag friends are like. That sounds like a really good no, idea. This is this is the best way to air your grievances. It's uh, <laughs> you should so just just hit the nail on the head here. Put it to bed for everyone. Never bring it up again. This is the best way to do it. This is someone who I don't know. Like if she's if she's lying or whether she thinks it was an assault. Mm. I mean, the lines are blurred with these kind of things anyway because it's consent is not a very easy thing to do. So if she does just she thinks that's what's happened. And maybe it's somewhere in the middle ground. And now he's done a five-minute song being like, that's for lying, that's for... No, 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 no. You'd just be like, what? Yeah. I mean, because you could do a bit more of a sort of, you know, like Aziz Ansari's uh, recent sort of debacle. He he apologised and said, I'm really mm. sorry if I made you feel like that. And, you know, I don't, I'm not saying it was right to have done the action in the first place, but when you're in the sort of blurred lines not to also quote Robin Thicke but like if you're in if you're in the sort of blurred hinterland of he negotiating fine, these things he? he did he was yeah. he was an upstanding young gentleman um but yeah if you're just sort of navigating that it's difficult cuz mm. people have their own feelings on what's happening so you wouldn't release a rap diss track no if, not just like even a sexual assault thing just like for any any be, bad thing in to, your it life didn't have you wouldn't to be do a, a diss track it could have mm. been a rap i'm sorry Who's, just why has no one ever rapped an apology there must be. Oh, but would you count Sorry by Blue and Elton John? Doesn't no. someone rap in that? Yeah, but that was that was that was guy. back when yeah, that was back when boy all boy bands had to have one rap guy. Yeah. You, you need gimmicks to differentiate them. <clears throat> Otherwise what they bring into yeah, the, but I'm just, the group. Well, there was there was an obvious reason why they'd chosen the rap guy in Blue. Yeah, and a few other that. and a few other bands had that same exact sort of like this is who the rap guy archetype is. There's Bottom almost five a, who had abs. Yeah, a kind a kind of thing that's similar on WWE commentary teams these mm. days. There's always there's always uh, someone slotted in to a certain slot. Yes, the 
superfluous, which is quite, quite superfluous third slot. Uh, so yes, the wrestling WWE probably not a, a thing that's going to happen at, for for a while, oh. if ever. Uh, so you've got Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, or just some indies because yep. he could command a high price. I think going around the indies doing his Enzo spiel, he could indeed. I think I think the indies is most likely. Um, but would he? I don't know if he would lower, not lower him. You know, I'm talking from Enzo's perspective. No, he has a, he has a, yeah. I think he holds himself to a high standard mm. of like he, he's very status oriented, as his video has proven. Uh, he thinks quite highly of himself. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think he's going to just do like rando indies with the James Ellsworths of the world. He's not going to Cody Rhodes or Drew McIntyre journeyman it, is he? No, absolutely not. He's not going to learn the trade around the world and come back to WWE in five years' time as a seven-foot Scotsman. No. Uh, I was going to say with bleach blonde hair, but he's already got that. On some of it, the rest is leopard print or... Yes, nothing wrong with leopard print. Whichever creature creature it is this week. I think uh, Ring of Honor or Impact seem... Like the best bets, Japan. No, he's not no, a good enough. He's happen. not a good wrestler. He's a his thing is talking. That's not going to go wonderfully well in Japan, I imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially to to certain a... language barriers. Yes. Uh, so I agree. I think New Japan isn't going to happen. I think Indies he would see as beneath him. Uh, so yeah, that sweet spot <coughs> in the middle is Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor. Mm. Don Callis, co-executive of co-executive vice president of impact mm-hmm. and one of my other best friends he uh he was asked this on a media call last week i think and he said that he, he effectively didn't say no mm. he said right now uh we're we're planning to push certain guys and some like other wrestlers don't feature into those plans but you know who knows as mm. time might tell i think impact could be a good place for enzo I, but I, I really think Enzo, as a super heel manager in Ring of Honor, because he's got that whole I'm not a good wrestler thing, it would be the perfect thing to go up against the wrestling-loving Ring of Honor audience. Yeah, it would really, uh, yeah that's uh, actually that's really good. It would mm. butt, butt up against them really well. And I think yeah. Put him with some sort of beastly, very or talented... A oh, a little faction. Yeah. Quite nice. The certified Gs. So, yeah. The Phoenixes. Mm. But like the Phoenixes. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but I, it's... Or the, he could just learn to wrestle. He's had quite a long time to that's pick that's that up. Another, it's just another option. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying he has to. I So, wrestling, the, the whole offense start... I've always said this, the offense side of wrestling, mm. he's not the best at. But the selling side of wrestling, oh my god, Enzo's fantastic. Oh, he's like the way a, he can limp and ragdoll himself yeah. around, because that's effectively what he was taught to do: sell for Big Cass, and Big Cass does the offensive. Yeah. Uh, so that the other flip side of this, it's not all Enzo's choice, I guess. Like, so if we if we're settling on Ring of Honor and Impact here, mm. would you want to bring a guy like Enzo in, who is <coughs> quite clearly a wild card? Well, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I, well, I, I think also, especially uh, in terms of impact, they're trying very hard to deal with some sort of legacy feelings towards the company mm. and to their previous brand name as well. Uh, and I think Enzo's probably not 
he's probably a bit too hot to touch in this regard. You want to like, and also they want to rebuild themselves as uh, a wrestling brand for wrestling fans, and so they're they're going to want to do what Ring of Honor does and have more really good wrestling talent on there. Stuff that isn't necessarily ex WWE. Yeah, as exactly. Well. That's yeah. the other thing. Like they're 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 kind of like trying to sort of shy away from the WWE mm. guys as obviously they, they've made a bit of a name for themselves of having ex-WWE guys well I know you said you didn't want to talk about the rap video but shall, shall we do this rap video watch through yeah go on then okay so uh, we have loaded up Real Ones Phoenix track that is an unflattering shot of that guy's stomach mm, it's got a hell of an overhang but he's enjoying that Oreo is that how you how do you eat your Oreos? If I was going to eat an Oreo, I would just probably put it in my mouth yes. and bite down rather than... And not just Oreos, I've I heard. Feel like that's your method. That's my method for all things. I just find dismantling the food mm. seems pointless. Yeah, I, I tend to eat Oreos just by as yeah. many as I, I can t- fit t- in. Just sort of uh, do the new day, mm. pour. You ever get like, one isn't enough? So oh. you just like make a, a stack? So you're, st- you're using them sort of like as... Uh, oh, the song started. Okay, so I forgot how many. Oh, I'm gonna have to bleep all this out. You are indeed. There must be a. Do you think there's a clean version? Oh, there must be a clean version. No, it's not. It's got interesting earring. So this T-shirt that he's wearing is apparently the T-shirt he was wearing on his last episode of Raw backstage. So that's pretty meta. Today is the best day of my life. Hmm. Hmm. It's, it sounds like he's almost trying to do a reggae Jamaican man yeah. voice. Or what were you this is these about? are the ones. No, this is the bit where he like starts to struggle to say the words quick enough. He's like, <laughs> one take. Yeah, that, that's that's fine. That's we'll fine, stick yeah. with that yeah, take. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing is like uh, they won't. They filmed this on actual film reel and they ran mm. out. It's very expensive. Uh, so this guy is obviously wrestling fans, right? Yes. Yes. So we're we're in the we're in the funeral now. Oh yes, he has got mates at the funeral. It's not very. It's quite sparsely populated. So this lady who's laughing, uh, she's got the big thick rimmed glasses, the pink hair, and a nose piercing. Looks very much like Philomena Sheahan, who was his accuser. There it, there's uh, the there line. it is, and there's the line: the consensual penis. He's very angry in this part. What do you think of his actual rapping style? I mean, I'm not going to claim to be a guy who's very au fair in, in rapping, but I, I do like that it doesn't sound the same as all the other raps that seem to come out at the moment, which is the... Mumble rap. Mumble rap, yeah. No, like this, is, can... this is almost the exact opposite of mumble rap. This is a very cross man <laughs> listing all the reasons how he's been wronged. So now they're the middle finger at us. Do I have to blur that out? Probably, yeah. So, I mean, this, there, there are shots in this video that look really cool. It's a nicely made video. Mm. I've got, I have no gripes with the people who created or made it. I just, it's just what it's for. <laughs> I just like. The other thing is. I'll see you at the civil trial. Wow. So now he's in a, a buggy. A dune buggy, is that what they're called? Yes, that's a dune buggy. A dune buggy. And he is. Towing his own coffin. Own coffin. And he's going to bury himself. Mm. I think he's got a presence. He he certainly has a presence. <laughs> he's got some of it. 
You're definitely aware he's there. I don't it's, think this it's, is the... It's not the... You couldn't, no, you couldn't miss him. Couldn't. I just don't think this is the right outlet for this presence. No. <clears throat> because it is quite unlikable, I find. Yeah, I, just, I feel like WWE was a good place for him because it made him be PG. Mm. And yeah. you know what? Like Being a loud bellend is only really good in PG. Yeah. Because once he's allowed to say whatever he wants, you start getting into all of his actual thoughts, which he thinks him and his penis are consensual. Mm-hmm. He thinks everything she did was wrong. It d- yeah, it does. He thinks he's validated everything he's ever done. And he, he's just not as threatening. No. Like I found him more intimidating when he, he wasn't allowed to embrace mm. this. Which is silly because obviously also in WWE you've seen him standing next to Big Cass who's seven foot tall. Yeah. All these other you've seen him standing next to how tall he is. Physically imposing. He is, in fact, seven foot tall. And you can't Wait. teach that. He does a kip up there. Yeah, he's so he's still got the moves. Mm. He's clearly been practicing, doing the weights. He said consensual penis again. And now he's putting his coffin. This is like when putting it, putting Kevin Nash saw his own face in a coffin when he had a feud with The Undertaker. <laughs> and that really be- Okay, well, it's over. He's not wow. even buried it. He's just pushed it in a hole. He's dug a mm. hole and then pushed it in the hole. I feel like wow. you could have like slung it off a bridge or... Or exploded it. Or, yeah. or, or explode- machine gun. Yeah. Or bin in it. Just, yeah, just chuck it in the bin. <laughs> bin in it and then just... Yeah, skip. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, closing thoughts on that thing that just happened. Uh, Eric and Brett, can't see the other name because it's behind the The name the of the thing. director, yeah. Very w- good job. Nice, yeah. Well done to them. Good visual Claps. execution of whatever Enzo told you to do. Yeah, I can't wait. I, d- I just I'm interested in what his follow up song will be about. Mm. Yeah, like what other material yeah. is he going to mine? Because is he going to be like Adele and only do songs about his life? I hope so. Which is why Adele obviously only has very few albums because she was like writing about heartache mostly, and then she was like Phone everything calls. everything went fine, mm-hmm. so I sort of stopped writing anything because it was going well for a while. So. Whatever the next, she needs a breakup. Whatever she the, needs yeah, exactly. a horrible she needs, tragedy, she needs, doesn't she? She needs a tragic breakup. And Enzo obviously had this moment mm. of drama to come up with this song. So, what will the next dr- dramatic thing for Enzo be? Well, I can't wait to find out. So, the thing I've decided to talk about, uh, which isn't really news, but I just think it's quite interesting, that the best match of wrestling I watched this week was uh, Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy on Two Hundred Five Live. Uh, an absolute slobber knocker of a match. It was incredible. They slobber knocker, a slobber knocker. Mm. But they were so it was hard hitting. It was, I hard, seen it was the match. hard hitting. There was some like, as you would expect from these two guys, like amazing feats of athleticism. But there was also just bits where they were just trying to kick each other's heads off. Uh, but it was given weirdly, and this is obviously like two or five lives only an hour long. Um, but comparative to SmackDown, which you know didn't give how long did that give the sort of Joe. It was Cast. about 10 to 15 minutes, yeah, maybe yeah. 12. Yeah, yeah, so about 12 minutes for this, uh, you know, was originally sort of billed as a dream match. Mm. Uh, w, uh, sorry, Raw gave the women's gauntlet, which is literally like an eight, what, seven or eight women match? Yeah. Uh, which included all of their entrances. I think tw- it was five. Yeah, so like 20 minutes? It was mm. more than five. It was Sasha Bailey. It was six, yeah, you're all right. All of Absolution. So not Absolution. Oh, no, you all right, of Raw- it was seven. Yeah, it was, it was seven at least because it was... Yeah, it was seven. Dana and Mickey. Yeah, Dana yeah. and Mickey. So seven women had to compete in this, and that was only about twenty minutes long. Mm. This 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 match was like half an hour. 
and it just and considering also you when they film 205 live they just tack it on the end of or on the end of smackdown i mm. believe i think they it's been said before that they actually have previously stopped the end of smackdown before the main event yeah done 205 and then they do the main event of smackdown so to make people stay through it yeah they had they hold the dark match yeah till after 205 yeah. live yeah so this is already when people have seen what they've come to see mm. and then they're just waiting on another thing that they want to see however they've got to sit through this sort of middle bit it's the hour piss break yeah for exactly. some people not but, for us but what happened in this was that there was more reaction from the audience for the crowd in this one match than I've seen in the last like month's worth of WWE. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I'm looking forward it's, to it. It was it's genuinely if you if you like wrestling watch it because it's it's great and it gets a, quite a few this is awesome chance. I mean Cedric had the hometown advantage of like you know people were mm. buying into it automatically there but they earned it. Like they earned standing ovations and this is awesome. It's genuinely. So it's your match of the week. It is my match of the week. You need a jingle for that. Match of the week. We'll do it in the Enzo Amore style. Match of the week! One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You ready for some crap gimmicks? Gimmick. You enjoyed this last week. I did. Well, you always enjoy it. I always enjoy it. It was really funny. Yeah, but but more so last week. Seemed like it was afresh to you, like a novelty thing. I'm just seeing it with new eyes. So, James... Oh, actually, we should go over, if people are new to the crap gimmicks format, it's where you, the SWAF Nation, send us in really bad ideas for wrestling characters. And we decide whether to sign them or... 
bin him. Bin him. Uh, Burn that bridge. For uh, for our crap gimmick roster. And from next Saturday, Luke, mm. we've got a bit of an exciting announcement regarding the crap gimmick roster. I'll do a drum roll. I can't. Yes. It's really hard to drum roll and hold. Well, I, d- hold I mean, this and I'll drum roll. I'm not going to announce it now. That was a that was a tease okay. for the announcement next okay, week. Okay, announce the announcement. Ready. I've got an exciting announcement for next week. Duh! (laughs) Stay tuned for that. So first up, we have James Dillon, who has pitched a character called Sal Manella. Mm -hmm. So just based on that name, what are you thinking? Italian. Okay, yes. Food poisoning. Well, obviously food poisoning. Uh, But yeah, I'm thinking some sort of... does, Does he run... A terrible pasta place in New York and gives people food poisoning. That's how he could overcome his opponents. With food poisoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he just serves. He goes them around, food he goes the around the before. canteen. Yeah, I quite mm. like it. Um that is so incorrect. Is it? Yeah, let's let's find out what James Dillon has. I just followed the logic, so I can't wait to see Science. Yeah, I've I'm done the science. The science, now. man. Salmonella is a Salmonella. Sal Manella is a professional cooter catcher from Florida. A cooter is a nickname for a breed of turtle native to the eastern United States. Using his skills as a trapper, Sal's wrestling style uses a lot of submissions. He will start with a simple lockup before transitioning very slowly into another hold. A 10-minute match might only see Sal pull off three to four moves. His slow pace is extremely frustrating for opponents who are faster and more agile as they tend to get tired sooner than Sal does. Sal's finishes are the Cooter Clamp, which starts as a cross-faced chicken wing before transitioning into an iron claw, and the Shell Cracker, a running flip senton to an opponent seated in the corner. Sal's entrance music is purebred redneck by Cooter Brown and his ring valet will always be a woman named Shelley. What do you think? Well, I feel like the name was a bit of a bit of a swerve there, wasn't it? Was, it was, wasn't it? Why is he called Salmonella? Why hasn't he got some sort of trapper man name? Which I, I can't, can't I can't think of. I can't figure this out. What is a trapper man's name? Trapper man. Trapper man. Trapper man can. <laughs> uh, it's it's a bit of a muddled affair, James. If I'm going to be honest, uh, they've got two two finishing moves, which you're a fan of. I am a fan of more than one finishing move. A submission and a, a cannon, uh, well, what is it, ostensibly a cannonball? Yeah, but like if he's if his whole thing is he's really slow and he's pacing around the ring, a cannon a running flip sent on. Yeah. Is, is I think that's going to look really, move. really out of place yeah. in his arsenal of like mostly just holding them while they're on the floor. Yeah, because that's the bit I like. I like <laughs> the idea of a really slow wrestler, like a like Zack Saber Junior. stuck in syrup is how I'm imagining this. Yeah, I quite. Yeah, I like that idea. Like he's just he take he laboriously sets up every mm. hold, but then once you're in it, well, there's no getting out. Yeah, if you can. Manipulate all of your joints really, really slowly, and get you in the get you in this little hold. And it's gonna—it's not just gonna trap the opponent; it's gonna trap the audience yes. because that is that is not an enjoyable match to watch. No. Well, that's we were saying this about Zack Sabre Junior. yesterday. Uh, we were just saying that obviously he's really interesting to watch, and you you applaud him for what he does because you're if you know wrestling, you're like, oh, that's really the way he tells a story with matches is really good. However, in a live scenario. More than one Zack Sabre Jr. type match. That's quite difficult to get into. 
Yeah, you don't want to overpopulate the car. But especially also when you're at a actual live event and everyone's a bit drunk. A bit boozy. Everyone's a bit boozy. Everyone's like, why, why are they lying down? Well, you see, that's where I think this could work. And that is, if there's a rowdy crowd and they're all invested in the slow man character, <coughs> yeah. then they could start to count for... You know like how people count for the the delayed suplex when they're up there? Oh, yeah, yeah. If they count for just a chicken wing or a rest hold, mm. that could be quite funny. But do you think that's then sort of... Is that being a heel or a face? It would, it, could also it would be, be like it, an Elias-style yeah. heel. Cause it also, yeah, because I think it's a heel sort of thing to like mm. really overly labour and slow down a match. Definitely. The Peter Ebden of wrestling. Mm. It's a snooker joke. A very outdated. Is he still still playing? I honestly don't know. <laughs> All uh, I know about snooker is there's little little vests. Little vests? People wear little vests. Little waistcoats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, snazzy. I, I tried to be a waistcoat guy Did relatively you? recently. How, how, All my friends how, took a mick out how, of me. How recently? <laughs> like my birthday two months ago. <laughs> I just thought, you know, let's try it. Yeah, just let's just apropos of nothing. And start my wearing. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend was like, you look great. This is awesome. Yeah, you should dress like this more often rather than wrestling T-shirts. And I got to the, the little drinks that we had and all my friends ripped the crap out of me. As was their it was their right. duty it was yeah, their yeah. right and duty and they did yeah. the correct thing haven't worn it since no cost a lot of money uh but yes yeah, so there's the 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 slow transitioning moves yes like but it just doesn't tie into the idea of a cooter catcher i mean he could be because this is uh, i guess like, the trapper side of things. a trapper side of things you could work with but why does it have to be he specifically catches a specific type of turtle native to the eastern United States. Yeah, it could. He could be a, literally a trapper of any kind of animal, at all. Just and patient. I mean, yeah, yeah. I always thought this would be like a good gimmick for. Uh, remember when Adam Rose used to be Leo Kruger? Ah, and he's in his hunting days. So he was a hunt. Yeah. His thing was hunting, but he never did like. Um, that was just a sort of his gimmick. But he, what he should have done with it, has been like, because he was always struggling to find how to get it over. Be like a big game hunter mm. and be like, I'm here for Rhino. I'm here, like, you know, and obviously then you'd have to struggle with the really other one. Really limit yourself. Really to who limit you can yourself. Face. The Viper. Uh, I'm here with, like, anyone with an animal nickname in WWE. The is, Big Dog. Is fair game. The Big Dog. Yeah, I'm here for the Big Five of WWE. The Big Dog. The Viper. Rhino. Jinder Mahal used to call himself the Beast Master and the Beast Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And Sheamus was uh, the Great White at some points. That's, yep, that kind of fits. There's so many, and it's. So stretched to its mm. limit. <laughs> uh, so yes, I I'm going to say no. Unfortunately, James, unless you feel particularly. Oh no, I am. I am perfectly happy to pass over. Salmonella. It's just the name as well, like Salmon. Maybe there's a load of trapper enthusiasts that are yelling at us right now, saying yeah. this is a great gimmick. It all makes sense. Yeah, but it's we're not picking up on it. These turtles way. have Salmonella. And just the, I forgot about the. The valet called Shelley. That's such a Hail Mary at the end of the, the pitch. Yeah. Last line. Oh, and he's got a ring valet called Shelley. That's it. No what? character to her. No. What does she do? Like, hold his gear. Mm. So next up, uh, and our last crap gimmick for the day, is Jeremy Fane's <coughs> submission. And this is a weird one. Because <coughs> the last one was completely sane and normal. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> All the ones last week were fine. That's Bread. a benchmark. <laughs> 
Okay, so bear bear with me on this. I think we might have to pause occasionally and unpack it because it's kind of oh my, it's God, two sorry. different. It's just three paragraphs. Oh, just quite long. just three whole paragraphs. It's it's two different gimmicks here, right? Lucky Lady Libby is a babyface wrestler who comes to the ring dressed like Zatanna from the DC Comics. So that's instantly cool. Yeah. That's a good look. Uh, I like the fact it's Zatanna from the DC Comics and not just a female magician. Well, they don't. I don't think all female magicians dress in that particular way. No. So it's uh, fishnets on long legs. Top, and hat, then, top hat and tails. Yeah, and that's it, really. Yeah, that's High bad. heels. Uh, on her way to the ring, she does magic c- tricks for the kids at ringside and tosses her signature top hat into the audience. She's great at escaping her opponent's offence, and her matches end when she yells the name of her finisher. Two O Pat, which is tap out spelled backwards. Mm-hmm. But also sounds vaguely like tap out still. But also top hat. Oh, yeah. Two O Pat. Two O Pat. <laughs> it's not a chant. Two O Pat. It's not. I don't think people are going to get behind this. Well, two O Pat. You you two would be mistaken. O-pat. Oh, because James has already put. Sorry, Jeremy has already put that in. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. people will. Two O Pat is a DDT into a Kimura lock. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, a move for crowd love as they chant Two O Pat until her opponent finally taps. I feel like uh, the crowd will be the judge of that. But yes, I no, it's agree. Fine. We'll just write in that they love it. You, you can't, you can't <laughs> pitch us crowd reactions. Yeah, they're already. We are into the it. crowd. <laughs> we are the crowd. So the intention would be to get over that. Um, it's yeah, it's not the best chance. But it's, if people aren't aware, Zatanna speaks backwards, and that's how she casts her spells, <coughs> which Does is where she? that thing comes oh, from. I didn't know. Hmm. I only know that she was made by Paul Dini. Okay. Oh, really? Yes. That late? Yeah. Huh. Uh, things get. He also cracked. married a woman who looks like Zatanna, or he based Zatanna off, off his wife. I'm not sure. Not too. Uh, things Art get imitating crap. life. Or things not. get crap. Go Luke, on. Sorry. When Commissioner Ollie Davis signs a hot new wrestler, Steph Trollins, whose body looks like Seth Rollins, but whose wrestling skills are greener than trees in spring. So this is a Steph is also a lady here. Okay. I'm guessing, but with a man's body, with the body of Seth, Rollins, with the body yeah. of the, the literal body of Seth Rollins, and a lady's face, yeah. Stephanie's face. Sounds uh, like Bobby Lashley's sisters. <laughs> Trollins gets dubbed by Ollie <coughs> the hottest thing in wrestling. Seeing the success of Libby, Davis pairs the two together, having Trollins constantly saving or defending the honor of Libby against the likes of the Fishmonger. Another gimmick in the crap gimmick roster. So okay, that's feel like you could have stopped with the Libby Lady Luck, and now this Steph Trollins character has come in. Mm. What's her vibe though, apart from the fact that she looks like Rollins mm. and she's green? Nothing. Not in color, not in complexion, <laughs> but in uh, wrestling skills. Yes. Uh, being a professional, Libby goes along with it. She wrestles fewer and fewer matches, and Trollins starts utilising her signature moves and finisher. Libby becomes a hype person for Ollie's guy. After not getting over, Libby is made to flirt with the other wrestlers, and eventually, in a heel turn, she will break up with Trollins to get sympathy for Rollins's 
Trollins's, I think they mean, character. She goes on a losing streak, even when cheating, and devolves into a lower card enhancement wrestler for new signees. During her losing streak, she runs across the now champion Trollins, who shakes his head at her, walks off with his world heavy... Her... The, he's just forgotten their <laughs> their world heavyweight crap title and his her new girlfriend. Hope this wasn't too long. The phenomenal J A Fane. So that's how he signs off there. Oh. Uh, so yes, that's the better gimmick. The phenomenal J A Fane. So everything's a, a faint or yeah. I just I don't know. I just prefer the name more. <laughs> it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, that that one word is yeah, better than that one the, the rest of the. I just I don't understand uh, it mm. um, at all, at all. Uh, why? What is what's Seth Trollins's or Steph Trollins's deal? How is she defending the honor of the, in the first place of Libby Lady Luck if she's so green? I guess if she's booked that way. I guess, yeah, if you're... Okay, well, yeah. So this is all your fault, is what this is saying. Mm, mm. So, so you've, it's very you've meta. ruined this. So the only way we can stop this happening is not to book it. Mm. It's... it, And we've we haven't with, had... We've been left with no choice. We haven't had a submission like this yet. Which right. is not just a crap gimmick. They've tried to crap gimmick pitch and book the backstage happenings of the crap gimmick roster. Mm. This is another level... And I'm not sure it's worked. Well, I think it's, it's a not, commentary. Because it's not really a gimmick. Mm. The Be, first bit is. The first. Libby Lady Luck is. Or Lucky Lady Libby. Oh, we yeah. did send it the wrong way around. <laughs> Lady Luck. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, she's sort of a gimmick. So she can she's es- too good. She can escape any hold. Yeah. And then she yells, To hop hat! And then. To hop hat! To hop hat! And then she does her little finish. A DDT into a Kimura, which is quite cool. I like the idea of a sort of transition. It's not like, meant to be cool. This is a crap. It's meant to be a crap gimmick. Yeah, two O Pat is perfect. For yeah, the that crap is crap that's gimmick. really crap. Uh, but I still think like a cool finish is fine if you got if you've got a crap chart to go with it. It needs like to, a really crap chart, but it needs to be really contrived in the character. Like the DDT into a Kimura lock is just a cool move. But she needs a yeah. kind of. She needs to sort of lean into the escapologist. Uh, mm, she should yeah. do her submissions. She should escape from her own submissions. That's great. She's such an escapologist that she she can't put. Her and up. she's like, oh no, because every time every time she goes to put the figure four in, she does the legs wrong, and then it just all slips out. Yeah, or she can just like, someone's got her in a really. It looks like a really intense crossface or something, and she just slides out. Oh, and, and the rest are still there doing it. Doing it. Oh, yeah. That's great. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna decline on, I mean even if we just even if we just take Lucky Lady Libby as the pitch in this longer thing here, I still don't think it's it's right. I don't either. Sorry, I feel Jeremy. like because also if you book it, then you have to book the next part. Yeah, we can't a, just take. It one literally bit. says that you would book it. Mm, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna decline. I'm afraid, Jeremy. So we've got a mailbag right now. Mailbag. 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 Why do they still call it a mailbag uh, when they basically don't exist? So you want it to be called the email folder? Yes, I want it to be, yeah, the email folder. Okay. So we've got an email folder of stuff that I've filed in. It's much jazzier. It's, uh, it's, it's, if you want to get a look into how I organise my Gmail it is no one wants to see that number four it's WrestleTalk then it's number four fan mail that's where it goes into 
right. Because if if you number them, you can it kind of nicely orders it on the, the side. The twentieth time you spent. I was going to recommend this. You, to were, you. you spent a long time it's, earlier recommending Evernote to me. Yeah, it's really good productivity <laughs> oh, device. God. Honestly, honestly, oh, God. getting things done by David oh, Allen. Gee, oh God. You were interest. You feigned interest oh, outside, yeah, but now we're in oh. front of people. Oh God. Getting things done by David Allen will transform your life in terms of sorting emails. Great. You'd be recommending me hypnosis tapes yet yeah, next. Are you interested? No. All right, thank so, you. from Jared Conister, we ha- or You've Conatzer. done it wrong there. It should have been, you are interested. <laughs> uh, best tag teams WWE could bring in to freshen up the division. So, I'm going to take this as NXT or Ring of Honor or anything outside main roster WWE that we could bring in here. Fine. I guess just only for Raw because SmackDown's pretty damn good at the moment. SmackDown is really good. Uh, if we're going to get NXT, uh, let's bring War Raiders up as quickly as possible. I think the only reason they wouldn't go up quickly is because it again they sort of swerve very close to Bludgeon Brothers. Yes. But yeah. then on Raw that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, they didn't know what to do with the last set of monsters they got given. AOP. Yeah. Main R- event. R- RIP. AOP. Um. Who else? Uh, obviously, I think the obvious one from NXT would be Undisputed Era. Mm, yeah, and that's a whole nice faction there. Yeah, that not only for, that not only freshens up the tag division, that that freshens up like a the, across the, the board. Upper it's so good. Yeah. But that should be, I think, the Undisputed Era in general should be a multi-brand. Like, oh, it, really? there should be factions of that on Raw and SmackDown and NXT. Just all X ROH guys. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I just think that should just be like there should be three guys on each brand mm-hmm. who all and then they all turn up for pay per views as a team of like nine people. Like a good version of Absolution. Yes, exactly. And the riots. But that's exactly what they should have been as well. Yes. They should that should have been one wing of they should both be the same two different wings of one thing. Especially when you had the women's Royal Rumble just around the corner, where that big grouping together <coughs> in one match would make sense. Um, obviously, the Young Bucks. I don't think that's ever going to happen though no. I can see them quite comfortably being their own people forever uh, I feel like they're, they're, but they're making like the top dollar in wrestling outside of WWE so mm-hmm. if you're already the highest paid people outside of this company unless that company is going to offer you mega bucks and like an easier an, an easier time because the thing is like the young bucks also travel around the world the whole time and do shows yeah. and, as do the WWE guys I guess yeah. The only difference would be more money. Mm. Oh, I think yeah, probably be less money if they went to WWE. Yeah, from from what I've heard. Uh, I I mean, selfishly, Marty Skell and Zack Saber Junior. They used to be a tag team called Leaders of the New School. That's super fantasy booking though, because they are doing quite well as single stars. Mm. Uh, if you brought them together, I think they were a, a tag team in PWG last year, so they did reunite. But there's loads of stuff that. Uh, WWE, like you said, had in NXT already. Heavy Machinery could be, but then they wouldn't be the actor really. Street Profits would be Street nice, Profits nice would be fun. great. They're, they're also, because yeah, they've got they're just good promo as mm. well. So, kind of similar theme. Wrestling with Life has asked: Balor, Styles, Cole, Galanderson, all former Bullet Club members. Who do you think will be the next Bullet Club member to join WWE? Ooh. Ooh. So uh, we've got Cody, Young Bucks, Marty, Hangman Page, uh, Kenny Omega, kind of, if you still count him. I do. Uh, Bad Luck Farley, uh, Bone Soldier. Mm, not Bone Soldier. 
Um, and there's more Tamatonga. Yeah, Tamatonga. I think. I mean, I'd like it to be Marty. Because mm-hmm. I just think he's he's just awesome. he's so good. In he's just all the fun. He's yeah. just like he's just really good. I love the, the villain as a character as well. It's just it's just great. Mm. Everything he does is is brilliant. Uh, Kenny Omega, love to see, obviously. Um, and it seems like obviously getting him out of the Bullet Club could be the road to getting him there in the first place. So mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. Maybe. Again, we've already discussed Bucks, so no. Yeah, so that that was more of who do you want to be? Who do you think will actually be the next to go? Mm. I I think Hangman Page probably. And why is that? I just feel like all the other guys have kind of planted their flag in the ground quite firmly as anti WWE. Mm. And Hangman Page honestly has come on so much in just the last six months. He's he's become one of my favourite people to watch wrestle. He's so he just looks so. I'm gonna say a stupid word again. He looks so hard when he hits people. He's just so hard, and uh, I I can I feel like he would be because he's not a huge player in the Bullet Club. He he could be an easy one. Yeah, I guess it's that sort. Of, it's looking for the. It's looking for people like that that aren't yeah. really the top guys in it yes and then they'll end up there and then the problem is as soon as you they get more of them over there they're just going to start doing that again and, and he'll just go back to being the sort of second fiddle guy to, yeah to the ballers and the aj's mm. and the galanderson like wwe really care about reuniting successful factions in their own brand anyway frags has asked thoughts on mcgregor conor mcgregor moving over to wwe no I I think he is a liability, and I don't think they would have him. I agree. (laughs) We just spoke for like 20 minutes about Enzo Amore being too much backstage. Yeah, McGregor. McGregor would be that times a gazillion. Yeah, I I just... I think he's... It would give them ratings, though. Oh, it would... Yeah, I think... Like, I could see him going there for maybe like one match, Mm. doing like a WrestleMania appearance or something like that, like... If they, because also the, the, I guess the relationship between UFC and WWE seems to be sort of easing a bit now, and mm. they seem to be getting a bit more pally. So maybe Thoring. there could be, there could be some sort of crossover type event that you see McGregor appear at. I don't think he'd ever end up there full time. No, not in a Ronda Rousey way. No, it's I also think he, I think he also th- probably thinks it's silly. Yeah, I just think he's the sort of person who thinks it's dumb. Well, he did tweet. Uh, I think it was two years ago where he just went on a big rampage calling wrestlers uh, little kitty cats. That name for little kitty cats that's offensive. And you know, oh yes, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. So it took me a while. And rhymes with wusses. Uh, a bunch of wusses. Uh, but you look at the guy. He's obviously modelled himself on a pro wrestler. He's like the robes. Of, he said himself, I think the robes were taken from Ric Flair. So yeah. I think he he does love professional wrestling. Actually, he follows loads. I, he is a fan because he follows loads of WWE wrestlers. Yeah, well, him, his his tweet there would have been uh, just working a match. Him, he's just yeah. working it. That's the that's the, the thing about McGregor and the thing that a lot of the other MMA fighters are starting to do now a little bit. They all take it very seriously, mm. and he's the only person for a long time, and that's why he's got to the top. He wasn't taking it seriously. He was just playing a game. So he knew if I say this, this gets the equivalent of heat yeah. in MMA and then people want to come and watch this match he's, yeah I totally agree he's just taken it way too far now where he's yeah, no, throwing he's, dollies he's, at uh, yeah, the, is, the problem is he's become sort of an inverse parody of himself now yeah. um, Wrestle Vengeance 
asks, how will CM Punk gatecrash all in if if he does? I think with I've said this before, I think with a promo setting up a match at all in two, and that's how you sell out a larger venue for all in two. Yeah, I think keeping him in reserve is actually the best way to play it. And I think yeah. having him either do a run in uh, on someone like Cody. Yeah. And like, that sets you it know, up, yeah. Yeah. Or have him have him run in on Cody and be like, oh, I'm the best in the world. And yeah, you know, yeah. almost like almost do you could do a play by play of the, the, the Jericho um stuff with Kenny Omega, like that kind mm. of Alpha Omega, but he, he runs in and does all this kind of stuff. That would work. I I think that would set it up nicely. But you don't I don't think you want to punk your load on this one particularly. You want to sort of uh build it up. Reserve that punk Reserve load. Reserve that yeah. Tantric that punk yeah. load. Tant- edge the punk load. My straight <laughs> edge the punk load. Finished? I am, yeah, if you want to move on. <laughs> should have should have saved it. Myself asks why is Gamora Dunno. Do you know that that was an ad lib line by Batista? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah, Apparently, really there's loads of ad libs in that film. He's brilliant. He is great. Chicago Deadman. Do you think Big E winning the Money in the Bank match be good for business? I think he missed out the word would. Uh, but do you think be good for business? Uh, or is it because. Oh, no, it's not. Don't worry. I thought, I, there was, I thought there was more going on with that and it was maybe a, a pun or something, but it's not. Uh, I think maybe it do be good for business. Oh, were you saying Big E be good? Yeah, because yeah, I mean, B-E. Oh, maybe maybe it did mean that. Uh, I don't think so because it's not capitalised. Yeah, just, we're giving them a bit would, too much I credit. I use the correct grammar. So you think, no, it wouldn't be good for business. It's not going to shift any needles. It'd be interesting. I think it would be interesting. I I think breaking up the New Day is bad for business. Personally, uh, because obviously the new day, they're one good in matches to sell a ton of merchandise. Good use of uh, yeah. a the, boatload, uh, a yes. bucket load, a ton, a ton, a thunder ton, a of... Terry Funking ton. <laughs> yeah, they sell they sell loads of stuff, man. It's yeah. just I, I don't know. <laughs> I I think if you break up the new day. Well, I guess you could keep the new day if you just did Xavier and Kofi, and then Biggie went on a big singles run. We could still be friends, and they could still be friends, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I think they're much better as a tag team. Mm. Yeah, if you're looking at this purely like as business, as in money made, mm. keeping the new day together, selling that merchandise is is definitely the way to go. Um, in terms of whether any money in the bank winner will actually be good for business i would have to say samoa joe because he has demo- oh, demonstrably yeah, yeah. proven that he can shift uh shift the needle in terms of interest in the product when he's programmed in the against the right guy the reason great balls of fire last year did so well and overcame oh, a frankly had- stupid pay-per-view name yeah i forgot about that actually. yeah until you said it i was like oh yeah that happened yeah, it was because it was brock lesnar and samoa joe and that really was responsible for turning wwe around last year yeah that was an incredible and that was just an incredible yeah. build to what was a, a fairly good match as far as i remember i don't think the match it was, was okay it went like seven was, minutes yeah, yeah the match was okay but the the build was insane mm. um so i would say samoa joe would would be the like that would Potentially be the most money making yeah. further down the line. And we discussed this the other we discussed this last week, I think, about Joe and just saying how having him have the briefcase mm. 
is so good because you can get so many, you can just milk so many moments out of him just, and he said it himself this week on SmackDown, he was saying, if I have this, I'm going to unleash a campaign of terror on the rest of the division. Yeah, just imagine him standing there with the briefcase looking at yeah. every championship match and then going, not today. He's yeah, just, yeah. Oh, just playing with it, it'd be great. Um, off the back of last week's intense discussion, hashtag FBPE Papinator has gone in touch again following last week's great discussion on foreheads. Mm-hmm. Who has the best looking chin in WWE? Uh, uh, I said this earlier, EC3, I think, has a, a wonderful little chin. It's like a... a, a be- Not little. Yeah, well, he's got a massive chin, but it's like a beautiful little bottom on his face. Mm. It's, it's really nice. You, uh, you had another pun. I don't want to step on your pun here. Oh, oh yeah, Chin XT. Chin XT. <laughs> Chin XT. Chin XT. Because uh, it's NX3 at the NX3, moment, right? NX3, but then it could be Chin XT. Yeah, I, I like that more. That's if they become a faction, though. It, it, EC3, All the chins. No, EC3 and his own chin become a faction. <laughs> Running down for the hot tag. <laughs> uh, I, if, have you ever seen Braun Strowman shaved? <laughs> I've never seen a shaved Braun Strowman, Yeah, baby-faced Braun Strowman. Uh, so he shared uh, an image like three weeks ago, I think, on Instagram. It was like a throwback Thursday. And it was of him when he was, I don't know, 12. And he had the size. He was still the same shape now, but he just didn't have a beard. He's got a massive chin. I, I compared it to Thanos's chin. And I reckon he's the son of Thanos because of it. So I would go Braun. Braun's... But you don't notice it. No, Braun's one of those guys who's got a very small face for his head. Yeah, it's all he's in there. A, isn't he's it? got a lot of he's got yeah, got a lot of head and a very small amount of face, very centered. Mm. Those are my thoughts. Cyber Bean. <laughs> Cyber Bean says, "What's the point in kidnapping and imprisoning someone you want to replace if they were already leaving on their own accord for a holiday?" I do you know what this is in reference to? I no no, I just got the Was list this, of Twitter things. Is this but I, was I, this a storyline or something? I think it must have been. It must have been must a story. Have been a WWE like, thing. Well, I think probably like a really obscure indie. I mean, if if that is if that is a WWE storyline, I agree. It's doesn't make much sense to do it that way. It's absolute nonsense. Sammy M. Pemberton. Yet another example of terrible booking on WWE's part. Yeah, can't do it better. WWE actually try. Sammy M. Pemberton. What does that M stand for? Mm, Pemberton. Mm. Pemberton. Pemberton. My question is when was the last time you went to Specsavers? Hashtag set Luke free. Hashtag Luke versus fake Luke in a casket match. You said you went to Specsavers recently. I did, yeah, I did. I got some uh, new glasses. It freaked me out when I first got them. Because uh, I've had the same glasses for four years and I didn't realise how blind I was. And then when I got these glasses, it started giving me a headache because I could see so clearly all the extra layers of detail really... It's like the Matrix. It did, yeah. I can see everything now. Well, it, I think all the extra information going in... Overload. Actually, it made my brain hurt. Punk load. All in your eyes. Yes. Apparently that stings. And Christos <laughs> Cladi for Terrasse... So I get saline solution. FT uh, writes, Ollie Davis, can't you go back and watch the videos on YouTube to see this guy kidnap Luke? What guy kidnap Luke? You're right here. Who's kidnap Luke? I don't know. Let me just get up the the WrestleTalk videos. No, there's no. 
Oh my no, god, help. what is Let that? Let me help. Let me help. Can you get Lee? No, come back. Hey! Lee? Hey! Come back here! Lee? Come back! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.